Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I, I love how, you know, it's, it's the reactionary. It's following a recipe. Um, you know, it's, once you do the slime, you can move it over to, like, even baking and a lot of, like, food-based toys. Hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming Today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. We're momming today with Adriana Pell, Senior Director of Strategic Communications at the Toy Association, and we're talking about what to get the kids <laughs> for Hanukkah and Christmas this year. So, Adrian, welcome. Thanks for having me. You have two children, a four-year-old and a six-year-old, so you're very informed on what's cool, what's not, and what is so hot you can't even get it. Um, what's at the top of the list this year? So, LOL, um, those collectible dolls are still really, really huge. Um, the theme this year is winter, winter disco series. So, um, you know, kids love to collect those, and a lot of times they're very hard to find on the shelf. So we kind of always tell parents, you know, when you're shopping um, and your kid does make that wish list, if there's that one item that they're expecting on Hanukkah or that, you know, you can't imagine that they're not going to wake up and find under the tree, you should buy it early. Um, a lot of times we see toy crazes or, you know, things come through at the last second. So, um, you know, if that's their must-have item, you know, don't wait around and look for a deal. Just get it and make sure you have it in your home so you're ready to give it on the holidays. Can I mean, I know last year the LOL surprise dolls were like all rage. Um, so it's actually happening again this year. What do you, I, I, I don't get this trend. What is so cool about this brand? You know, my daughter absolutely positively loves them. She loves to collect them. She loves to trade with, with her friends. She likes to swip, swap the outfits. And just when I think she might be a little bit over it and maybe I can clear <laughs> out some of those LOLs from the house, she, you know, finds them again and plays with them. So I think it really depends on the kid and the age. So for her, she's six. Um, you know, she likes the unboxing portion, but that, that's not her favorite part. She likes to play with the dolls. She likes to swap their clothing. And she likes to kind of role play with them um, and with friends. Um, you know, for some kids, it's about the hunt and the surprise and looking for the, the rare doll to collect. So it depends on the kid, but there's a lot of different play patterns within it. And you know what? It doesn't even matter if you or I get it. <laughs> it's, it's what they're asking for and it's what they want. Um, and that's what's so fun to watch about some of this stuff, um, you know, the toy crazes. And, and now there's the winter disco series. So you have more that, that you can get her. Um, you're using terms, and I, and I find them interesting. So first you said unwrapped. So there's something about unwrapping a, a gift, I suppose, that a, a child likes, the, the surprise factor. And then you also said we watch play patterns. So how exactly does the Toy Association um, kind of get in the mindset of, of a child, of a, of a parent, and, and decide what works and what doesn't? 
You know, the one thing that we kind of see is that, you know, no matter, you know, when we've all grown up and all the digital influences and things. So, you know, people are saying, oh, kids today, would they rather have an iPad? Like, sure, they like to play with an iPad, but they still like to build. They like to play with Legos. They like to nurture baby dolls. They like to rescue pets. So all of those themes or play patterns you're seeing um, is really kind of what kids have been doing forever. Now, can we make them cooler and enhance them because it's 2019 and, you know, we have different technologies and different things available to us? You know, of course. But on the other hand, you know, a kid is a kid, and there's something to be said for, you know, good old-fashioned play, um, you know, sitting around together as a family and playing a board game at the holidays or, you know, getting that baby doll um, to nurture. And, you know, that's, that's still around. So I think that's kind of an important thing to remember, especially for people who, you know, be shopping for other kids or you might have a baby at home and, you know, not really be tuned into what, you know, your six-year-old niece is, you know, asking mm-hmm. for. So. Um, you know, just remember what you like to play with, too. Yeah, back to, back to the basics. Speaking of board games, uh, Miss Monopoly, yeah. <laughs> is this a hot seller? It is. Um, it's actually nominated for the Game of the Year for our Toy of the Year Awards. So um, I think it's really, really cool. Um, love that you're celebrating women trailblazers. And it is the first game where women are making more than men. So I think it's a game to introduce. And um, it also celebrates inventions and innovations made possible by different women throughout history. So it's a, it's a nice empowerment messaging, but it's also teaching kids um, about really strong and powerful women. And this is the first year that 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 game is out. This will be the first holiday season yeah. with it. Do you, I mean? Are they? I haven't paid attention. Are they in store or are they difficult yeah. to get? They are in store right now. Okay. Um, and you have a four-year-old little boy at home. Yeah, I do. <laughs> What's hot? Okay, my son's nineteen months, so I don't know. He's really not into toys yet. You yeah. Know, the Tupperwares are just fine. What is hot for a four-year-old boy? Well, my son is a big action figure fan. Ah. So, um, you know, he loves to play with all different types of action figures, um, you know, superheroes, um, him and his friends. They like to get dressed up and, you know, run around the house. So, um, um, Bakugan is also really hot this year. Bakugan? Yeah. So it's these transforming figures. Um, ah. and they, they come in like, they almost look like balls, and you drop it on top of them, and they kind of have this battling play pattern. It's funny because I had like a text message chain with a couple of my friends and they're like my sons are asking for this like what does this mean what is it? <laughs> so i was kind of giving the 101 on um bakugan and beyblades the other day but those are two <laughs> things that are super hot for boys um that age so you are definitely the cool mom especially come you know november and december i suppose yeah i'm, I'm the one that everybody <laughs> comes to be like wait what am i buying what should i do what does this mean <laughs> so do, i mean do you get to bring home these toys and have your kids try them out as sort of like a focus group play group if you will you know, I, I get to bring some stuff home from time to time. There's also a couple of different industry events that they like to go to. And <laughs> okay, hold on. So you bring your kids to industry events? Yes. That's awesome. And they get to play, which is, you know, they're, all their friends are very – my daughter actually more so than my son. He actually has not been to anything yet. I think this might be his year because it's hard. You still kind of have to work. <laughs> so um, I know. I think he's, he's earned his status as being able to come. But another thing I was talking to somebody about is that, you know, sometimes I feel like as a parent you may have certain – I don't want to say biases, but you think, oh, like my kid's not going to want to play with that. And, and maybe it's because, you know, it's just something that you don't envision. But I feel like you need to kind of like open up 
you know, just because somebody likes dolls doesn't mean they're not going to like to play with science toys. And, um, you know, my daughter was at an event and she saw something. Um, it's a, it's like a build your own gumball machine, but it's really like a STEM steam toy. Um, okay, steam. S- that's with art, right? So science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics? Exactly. Okay. So actually for the toy of the year, this is the first year that we have a STEM steam category. So that's mm-hmm. just a building trend within the industry. So just really toys that are fostering um, kids' skills in these areas. And obviously parents love it, but you have to make sure they're fun, right? So you can't be like, hey, here's a science toy. Yeah, that's so fun. I mean, but when you have, um, you know, an alien experiment lab or Crayola has a color chemistry lab, like taking really fun things, like this gumball machine maker that she saw. And I think what initially drew her to it was, you know, seeing a gumball machine. She, she wanted the gum, but <laughs> when we got to sit down and actually play with it, you know, you're you're learning different things. It teaches physics and force and motion and momentum with the gumballs going down, and you're actually getting to build it. So I thought that was pretty cool. I, I really like what you're saying. As a mom of a girly girl, my daughter is four, but, you know, she she acts like a 13-year-old with, like, makeup that she literally puts on her face and the clothes that she puts on and how she accessorizes them. I often find – I mean, I think I'm okay with it for the most part, but I, I often find that um, I want her to – play with more STEM toys, if if you will. So can you just throw out some examples of things I can buy her that she might be surprised and I might be surprised that she actually likes, it, like the gumball yeah. machine? So, I mean, I love magformers. I don't know if you've ever played with those. Um, you no. know, those the magnetic building sets, and you can build different... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I like that. Um, you know, she's... Um, for, there's a Beaker Creatures Alien Experiment Lab, which is really fun because when you're putting things on there, they start bubbling and you're kind of soaking the creatures in, hand, in homemade slime and things like that. Um, oh, slime you know, is huge still. At least it is in our house. Yeah, us too. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's kind of fun because there's a lot of different ways kids can play with slime. Um, you know, sometimes people hear slime and they're like, oh, no, not in my house. But <laughs> um, it's really teaching kids a lot of that reactionary STEM steam kind of things and, how you know, some of the slime you can get creative with and accessorize and put different things in there. So I, I think that's a good starting point for sure because, you know, you're learning without even knowing. And I, I think that's the important thing. You know, it's, it's my four, my six-year-old was the four-year-old girl you have. She's very girly and very into those things. But when you can introduce um, different things, and, and now she's loving these science toys. And, you know, we do buy the, you know, the dolls and the dress-up and the frilly stuff. But, you know, again, she's learning how to make, you know, her own gumball machine and learning science properties. So I think that's pretty cool. I think I need to up my slime game because I really don't know how we can take it any further than we have. I mean, like, we got the glue, we got the activator, which is, like, contact solution, essentially, that has to have a certain ingredient in it in order to work. We've got the shaving cream <laughs> and all the add-ons and colors and stuff that you can put in it, but th- that's all I got. I, I don't know what, how to make it any more science after that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, there's different things that are out there that you can, like, there is? Google some things. Yeah, and it's, it's just fun. I, I love how, you know, it's it's the reactionary. It's following a recipe. Um, you know, it's, once you do the slime, you can move it over to, like, even baking. And a lot of, like, food-based toys. Food-based toys. Oh, you're good. So when you're measuring and things, like, even, and that kind of kind of transfers when they get a little bit older. They can kind of be helping you cook dinner in, you know, a cup. Um, you know, I, I think it's fun. My, even my son, would, he's really into sports, and he loves anything sports-related and sports toys. But, you know, he does, 
you know, he always asked my husband the next day, like, the score of the game and how much did they win by. And, you know, so we do it that way. Well, if the, if the score in the hockey game was 4-3, to three, how much did they win by? And he's, you know, he's rattling it off. And that's, again, you can do that with those kinds of properties. But then when, you know, kids are playing with toys, it's just that, like, we like to call it, like, the spinach and the cookie theory. <laughs> can you rattle out uh, a list of toys off the top of your head that you think might be in short supply as we push closer to Christmas? Yeah, sure, definitely. So I think that, like I mentioned, the LOL, um, you know, the craze is still going strong. I think that um, we're seeing another collectible. It's called Bloom. It's by Skyrocket Toys. Um, It's basically, it comes in like a little flower pot, and you water the top of the flower pot, and slowly, a slow-rise foam crazy hairstyle with a collectible doll will pop out. So you can mix and match her. Um, We've had a lot of fun with that at home. Um, we're also hearing that um, Lucky Fortune, these collectible surprise bracelets, are um, maybe in short supply. Um, the Friends Lego set. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're a Friends fan. I think I would love that on my list. But oh, Friends, the TV show. Yeah, they have a Central Perk Lego set that you can build. Oh, okay. That might not be for your kids. That might be for your, you know, your husband or wife, or yeah. husband. You know, I think that's really fun. Um, that's something that I have heard that is in short supply and could potentially sell out. Um, I think the Frozen Two product. Um, oh gosh, watch. We're going tonight. Frozen Two. What exactly? So there is a doll. Um, it is from Jack's Pacific, and it is Elsa into the unknown. So she sings the brand new song into the unknown. I, I'm seeing the movie tomorrow morning, so uh, and she lights up. Um, that will probably be really, really huge, um, especially you know with the movie coming out. This oh my weekend. god, Adrian! I'm so taking notes. I'm going to be the the best Santa Claus this 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 year. You have no idea. Okay, what else tied to Frozen okay. Two? And people, um, there's also dress up boots the Anna and Elsa so um, you know any girl who's really into Frozen especially the younger ones who are in the dress up phase um, so you have all new fashions for the new movie so um, there are dress up boots um, I think there are some other characters that kids are going to want to play with but I think the doll and the boots are probably the two biggest things yeah, my business brain is coming out now is there an estimate for how much in lights- licensing deals Disney is expected to earn in the near future, oh, because of Frozen Two, I haven't seen anything. Okay, you have to imagine it, it is huge in the billions. Um, <laughs> the first movie kind of took everybody by surprise. I think they knew it would be successful. They didn't realize how successful it would have been, and there was a lot of shortages on shelves. But you know, coming into things, you as you know, you have to really be able to kind of predict. You don't want to oversaturate the market either. So um, it'll be interesting to see you know what supply and demand looks like. Everybody's going to want it. Um, you know, will there be enough product? Um, you know, that's we'll kind of wait and see. What What about? Um Star Wars gear or The Mandalorian, which is the new original content on Disney Plus, which is their streaming site. That baby Yoda, that little, what do they call it? The child, that little creature from The Mandalorian. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that, I mean, Star Wars is always a brand that's really, really popular too, with or without content. So when you see all the stuff Disney has behind, you know, like the Force Fridays and and the new streaming, um, definitely for Star Wars fans, old and young, there's a lot of product that's going to be out there. And that always makes a great gift from the Lego stuff to the Hasbro stuff to the collectibles. Mm -hmm. At what point do kids stop playing with toys because they play with electronics too much? You know, I think it's a mix. 
Um, and it really depends. Um, I think that on, on the flip side, some of the electronic, for, like um, digital first brands, like you're seeing like Minecraft and things like that, now, now they have toys that accompany them. So um, sometimes kids, you know, will go offline to play with with physical. And I think as a parent, you know, my kids aren't that old yet, so I can still kind of, but you always want the screen time to be balanced. Um, you know, there's something to be said for if you're going to tell the kids like, hey, no more video games, um, you know, they, they're going to need to find something else to do. Um, and there's a lot of product out there for kids kind of of all ages that will support that. You know, obviously kids are playing online. Um, you know, and families are okay with that. Um, I think that, you know, millennial parents especially have grown up with technology. Yeah. So this is nothing new to them. Um, and I think sometimes as not being, you know, somebody, you know, the Internet, I wasn't, when I was born, the Internet did not exist. Um, <laughs> today it did. You know what I mean? So I think we sometimes get, I mean, obviously screen time, sure, you don't want them on the thing all the time. But I think sometimes we get a little caught up and like, oh, my God, this is so cool, the technology. It's kind of ubiquitous to these kids. They, they yeah. It's the way that they play. It, they, I don't think a lot of times they see tech or you know, physical play as any different. Of course, they always want the screen. They're always grabbing for your iPhone. But on the flip side, if they're having fun with something, you know, it, it doesn't really matter what it is. Are there you know? toys that get our kids outside and physically playing? Yes. Um, there are so many great toys that are really geared. We have an outdoor toy of the year category this year, and I'm just going to look at some of these. But um, Razor has this awesome thing. It's called the Crazy Cart Shift. Um, so you're basically driving and drifting for kids as young as six. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit one of those splurge purchases for the holidays. It retails for just under $200, but it is really, really cool, um, and it's getting kids out and active. Um, you know, obviously, scooters, um, transforming balance bikes. Mm. Um, we see um, just different ways, um, even like water blasters. So, um, you know, there's still definitely a market for that. And, um, you know, it, it depends on your kids and the phys- and what they like to do. I love the outdoor portion of things because a lot of times it brings your families together and the different ages and stages of the kids, you can kind of all, just like a game that's graded, right, you can all kind of play outside together. So is it, what surprised you this year? Like what was maybe a, a trend or a toy that you just was like, wow, like I, don't, I just I don't understand how this is cool or popular? I don't know. I've been doing this for a while, and I, I think the, the part of it that doesn't shock me is that, like, you just never know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. It's, like, it's kind of like the stock market. It's like if any, everyone would say, like, what is going to predict, you know, what's going to be hot? And it's like it's kind of hard to do because at the end of the day, you know, the kid is the one that decides. Well, um, and obviously companies put a ton of money into market research. Something that I thought was new this year, and I can't say, I, I think it's cool, though. I'm, I'm not, like, why is this? But I really like the Creatable World Dolls by Mattel. Um, they just came out a couple weeks ago, and they are a customizable doll kit. And they really encourage the kids to kind of swap the hair, long hair, short hair. It, it's very, very gender fluid. Um, and, I, and I like that because it's a blank canvas giving kids the ability to kind of create what they want. And um, I kind of see that with my kids. So my daughter, you know, has this giant Barbie dream house in our um, smallish city apartment. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's a main thing that they play with. But my son got really into it also. Oh, and boys are so into Frozen, for instance, but also girl toys. I see it all the time. Yeah, and, you know, he kind of wanted some Ken dolls, and his sister was, you know, not willing to give up the Ken doll we had. And for a little while, he had to be like the little Barbie's little dog. So, I, you know, I went out and I got him a couple of Ken dolls. But Wait, think, he had to be Barbie's little dog? 
Yeah. Oh, that is adorable. It would be the dogs. <laughs> so I went out and I got him some Ken dolls. And, you know, he'll, he'll play with her and they have a great time together. But I think this creatable world kind of bridges that. Like, you don't need to be Barbie or Ken. It could be, you know, it could be a boy one day, a girl the other day. It could have short hair. It could have long hair. And I kind of like that. Um, instead of having to go out and, you know, buy all these different dolls, you can kind of switch them up and depending on how you're going to play. Yeah. This is so helpful. I hope we're helping other moms out there. I mean, my I just I took notes as you were speaking, Adrian, and uh oh, wait, one more. This is totally personal. So, my nephew is oh, he's in 4th grade. I forget how old that is. He wants a gaming chair. A gaming chair. Oh, wow. Is, is this anything that you know? Not so much. Okay, fine. I don't really neither. Video games. <laughs> The one part I'm not as cool. <laughs> oh boy! All right, I will. I will consult the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adrian, thank you for joining us. Happy holidays to you. I think your kids are going to be very excited this uh, Hanukkah and Christmas. I hope yours are by too. what mom has in store because she's uh, very much in the know. And um, I think my kids will be sending you thank you notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.